I'm working in the shop, and yet I'm still attracted to the porch, the veranda, maybe even go up as high as the minaret. Moonlight, just I need you, and here's why I've snoring guards and shadows heading outside by your red light. There's a urge to go shadow on. Welcome, everybody. It's night two, Geneva Supercross pre-race show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Steve Mathis. Practice is done here in uh, in Geneva, Switzerland. We've got a, a great night of racing coming ahead for night night two. Last night, in case you missed it, uh, Justin Brayton took the win after Zach Osborne absolutely blew it on the last lap. And um, Christian Craig and uh, Zach O ended up on the podium. Uh, we've had a good day of practice here. One session uh, today only because the riders had the track down pretty good. So we, we don't have a lot of changes to the track or, or the event itself. So simply one set of practices today and then we are going to go racing uh, here tonight night two Pulp Mech Show Geneva Supercross thank you for tuning in appreciate it thanks if you're grabbing us on the archive appreciate that too it is 3.09 p.m. in the afternoon in Geneva and uh, plenty to talk about when it comes to uh, the practices today and to join me uh, first up uh, the man who uh, was the fastest guy here yesterday unfortunately had that mistake on the last lap Zach Osborne what's up man how are you chilling uh, pretty good start to the morning today yep uh, had some coffee, no, not Starbucks. Not but, Starbucks. I had yep. hotel coffee. Yeah, hotel of course, coffee. Nice little espresso. Yep. So, um, and of course, a rock star after that. So. Yeah, absolutely. So you're ready to go for uh, for the night's racing. Of course. Uh, maybe another rock star later. But it'll be <laughs> of good. course. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to read about it on your Instagram. <laughs> uh, also joining us uh, is uh, the. Uh, Team manager of the Ice One Rockstar Husky uh, team for the MXGP series. Former uh, racer as well, and a funny story about the uh, Motocross Nations in Zolder that we'll get to. Anti Pyrenean. What's up, Anti? How are you, man? Oh, good, thank you. Great uh, to be here. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Finnish, Finland owned. Finnish owned. Uh, Zacho. He's the man. Yeah. Uh, Antti, for you, uh, for your team, obviously, uh, you do the MXGP series. Next year, Janikonis. Jassaconis. Jassaconis. J-A-S. Jassaconis. Jonas is on your and team. And Jonas. And Jonas will be on your team. Uh, when you get the call from America, whether it was Paris two weeks ago or this weekend in Geneva, hey, we need you to come out to Paris. We need you to go to Geneva, bring a bike, bring support. Is it a is it a is it a big deal for you to do that? Is it is it just is it expected to, is expected as part of the worldwide partnership? Uh, first of all. Uh, it's uh, great to to support Zach and uh, and also Jason in Paris and uh, and uh, and we started this already years ago, you know, with uh, Bobby and uh, and Scuba. Mm -hmm. 
that uh, they help us let's say when we come over to us and uh, and and we help them uh, naturally when when the guys are racing here and uh, and for us yeah it's uh, it's a little bit uh, extra effort mm-hmm. you know uh, beside our program to to make it happen but uh, but uh, we are happy to do it and uh, and and especially because uh, yeah the guys are mm-hmm. guys are good you know and uh, and running a great uh, great program yeah now obviously there's no production rule in mxgp and there is one in america but how much technical information goes back and forth from bobby hewitt's team to you guys and vice versa to be honest quite well you know we uh, we have a good relationship uh, also on a personal level so uh, so it's easy to communicate and uh, cooperate and uh, and also uh, with scuba you know it's uh, He's really pro, you know, uh, technically, and mm-hmm. uh, and he has also helped with us a lot, you know, in yep. case they uh, they are having the the races more early than mm-hmm. than we are we are doing in Europe. So uh, so many of the parts, you know, they have tested uh, yep. advance, and and they try to give us the information. And uh, mm-hmm. and on the other hand, uh, then from Europe Europe side, you know, we get different ty- type of. Uh, info of the parts and bikes and and settings because uh, yeah of course our rules are more open yeah and uh, and as well the conditions are really rough in europe mm-hmm. you know we are training in 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 conditions like in lomel you know which yeah. is basically insane so <laughs> right. uh, so we learn a lot of the bike and it's a it's a great uh, endurance uh, testing also mm-hmm. for the for the part so uh, so on that side we are both uh, definitely uh, sharing information and uh, and learning from each other mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and it's uh, that's the best way right. we have found out. For you, Zacho, you're a veteran of Europe. You you know there's teams over here that aren't as strong as say the Rockstar Ice One guys. It's nice to come over and have. I mean, this is a MXGP winning team. Whether it's you and Jason in Paris or you this weekend, everything gets handled. It's ease of mind, right? You're you're on your bike. You know everything's going to be good. You and Dave Feeney can walk in turn the key and go racing it's so nice it makes it so much easier and so much more convenient and uh also realistic like to come here and have the exact same bike that i ride at home you know as far as tie bolts mm-hmm. and just the whole package it makes it more realistic for me you know all that stuff makes a difference i know it seems silly but at the same time it all is you know right minute that that ends up being a big deal so for us to not have to come here and bolt together a stock bike with the parts we brought in our bags that may have gotten lost or whatever (laughs) it makes it so much better and so much easier and just it's the ultimate setup for this kind of stuff yeah yeah really uh practice today um you weren't the fastest cole sealy topped your group uh justin barsha had a 32.4 which i think were you 32.2 one 32-1. And uh, Seeley was zero. Yeah. Uh, so pretty close. They had a little bit worse track, I guess, is what Barsha and Craig would say. Uh, nothing really new. Maybe that rhythm lane, the inside yeah, rhythm I lane? Didn't, I didn't realize that that was – I saw it in the 250 practice, yeah. and I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah, when I did it, uh, at the end of the practice, I was like – Uh I might have missed out on a couple tenths there so Um, yeah but I felt good I think you know overall package wise my bike's really good we may make a little bit of adjustment today to go softer with the shock just to make it squat a little more the Mm -hmm. dirt's considerably harder Um, it dried up overnight pretty good yeah Yeah. I mean uh, yesterday it was like spongy like play-doh kind of and you could feel it pulling you down everywhere and today it's more uh, it's definitely not hard packed by any means but there's more 
maybe a little more grip that you can predict. Yesterday it was real like jerky with the front end. Mm-hmm. You could just like yep. land in the wrong spot and be kind of sent off the track. But today it seems more uh, more firm. Yeah. Well, I mean, my sausage fingers were trying to time that rhythm. And I was getting one to two tenths quicker on the inside. Inside. I think I think out. I mean Well the the I good thing is a, were you looking at a ninety? I don't know. I was timing it. I was trying to <laughs> it looked like you could get into that turn, double out, triple. Well yesterday yeah. you couldn't double out of the inside, right. it was a no, roller. Yeah. So yeah. today they made like a little tiny berm and then peaked that up yeah. a little bit. So then you go d- double, triple, triple on, yeah. on off. Oh, right. And then the other way is outside triple, which is decent airtime and it's not that solid mm-hmm. like for you know a main event yeah triple, triple and then quad on if you will to to the last table mm-hmm. which is a lot of airtime, and then off yeah. so three on i can see that it's pretty good i think yeah i think it's a little quicker that's about the only thing i can change uh and the whoops are i saw in practice you you jump one in <laughs> i jumped one in and, and then and you went two in well celia me, <laughs> me celia and barsha <laughs> were talking because we were watching the 250 guys yeah. and they were going out there and i was like man i think you could jump like a couple whoops yeah and they're like i I bet you won't (laughs) so i was like i'm gonna jump at least the starter in one but i think i can jump the starter in two yeah so i jumped the starter and then i jumped the starter in one and when i landed i landed on the rear brake and stalled it and almost (laughs) and uh, and i was like scrap that yeah you were like fighting it yeah i was like this is the dumbest thing ever i just well yeah it looked pretty neat but it's slow yeah it's slow (laughs) and dumb You saw that, Antti? Yeah, it, it, it reminded actually like your last lap yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way we went. Let's stay away from that last lap <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it. You came in afterwards last night and talked about the race. You hit Iswa. You had the main event one. It is what it is, right? I yeah. Mean, it's another day here. It is why it, what it is why. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, uh, GP series, how much do you follow uh, the MXGP series and, and A lot. team? Yeah. Um, we get, obviously in America, CBS Sports, yep. all the second motos, a uh, couple hours tape delayed. So I watch that on Sundays when I get home from Supercross. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to pass this summer because I was hurt, so I'd just watch it kind of yep. all day. Um, but I follow it a lot. Right. Uh, for you, Anthony, uh, up and down year with your riders this year, would you say that's probably a correct assumption? <laughs> yeah, some quite. Great, some good, some not? Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's say 2015, we were leading the world championship until halfway, and uh, uh, Max Nagel got injured, so uh, basically lost the chance there. Mm-hmm. 16, we finished third, 17, third. Uh, this year, Cotier was fifth, and Steve 10th, so... Uh, so of course it was not exactly what we were mm-hmm. we were looking for, but uh, but yeah, the fact is that everybody is trying hard, everybody's pushing all the teams, manufacturers, and it's a competitive mm-hmm. series, you know. So uh, so we need to just uh, uh, step up our game, you know, analyze uh, what we can do better and uh, and try to try to do it. I don't know if anybody's going to beat Hurlings for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it is it is phenomenal. I mean, he's just. It's amazing to watch. Absolutely, he's on he's on another level right now, yeah. and it, it's a big challenge for you and every team in the paddock to, to yeah. try to beat him and, and uh, the KTM guys. Absolutely, he's uh, Jeffrey is uh, let's say speed wise, condition wise, on on every aspect, he's he's just better yep. at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what I admire a lot on him is that uh, that he is also the hardest worker. Mm-hmm. So this is the uh, what I tell to my guys, you know, is that. Uh, 
speed, talent, technique, you know, this we can improve. But uh, one thing that we can for sure do is uh, to work as hard as he is. And, yeah. uh, and this is the, the first step. Sure. Uh, talk about the decision to get Jasakonis and Jonas on your team. What did you like about them? What, what did you see in them uh, and all of that? Yeah, to be honest, uh, starting off from Paul Jonas is, uh, is a young young guy, you know, yeah. up- upcoming star from MX2. He he's a world champion. He has been in the world title fight the past three years. So mm-hmm. uh, so he he has the already the experience and the the, the let's say type of uh, character talent that he is capable to to battle for championships. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, we are believing. Uh, strongly to him that he will enter for sure into that podium fight uh, yep. quite quite soon you know and uh, and due to his age you know the the uh, let's say the possibility to to improve is mm-hmm. there you know yep. year after year and uh, and uh, yeah with AJ basically he's uh, he's definitely a, a, a raw talent you know yeah. his his pure speed is uh, is really really strong you know and uh, and uh, and the talent is there you know so he has another areas what he needs to what he needs to learn you know which is uh, which is uh, condition training uh, mm-hmm. all, all that uh, to get get into the routine let's say and uh, and uh, but i believe when we can help him to to get in into those and 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 learn that you know and uh, and then we believe that he is uh, he is capable to run also in the yeah. in the front. He's, yeah. a, he's a young guy and uh, and lots of things to learn, but uh, but that's good, you know. At least he has yeah. the, has a great speed, you know. Don't give him Osborne's seat and subframe setups. Don't do any of that. Start. <laughs> he's such a huge guy on a bike. He's yeah. Six six. But for like a du- big dude, he has really good style. Good style. Yeah. 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 He's not like yeah. a lot of taller guys are like often ugly riders but he's a really crafty yeah. rider yeah and to be honest you know he's uh he's been on our bike for a while now and uh, and he loves it and uh, and, yeah. and he's really really fast you know so uh so i'm really happy of uh, our boat guys mm-hmm. you know and uh, and and looking forward to the new year and new season with them and uh, and to uh step by step to uh, start closing the gap to jeffrey yeah absolutely i mean you know it's a top-notch team and, and obviously um you know, you guys have all the equipment. You know what Jeffrey's on. You know how it's going to work. So, like you said, we can work as hard. Well, at least we know that, right? And yeah. you can go from there. Right. That, that's the uh, that's the first uh, first arc. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zacho, so got to take the win tonight. I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I need to win. Got to finish put, this thing put off. Some guys between me and Justin, you know. Yeah. Uh, if I win and he gets third, then I win. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's the goal. Um, be in the second heat with first pick, and then hopefully win the duel yeah a little bonus oh awesome great great to hear um (laughs) it'll be a uh, it'll be an interesting main event i think uh, mookie looks better today obviously he didn't get a lot of time on the bike and he had the suspension issues and everything else mookie looks good uh and cole seeley obviously topped the practice so cole looks like he's on it so the level might get a little harder tonight yeah i think that that's i expected when the track's a little bit in my opinion like easier today just because it's not quite as techy, ruddy, and so on. Sure. So um, I kind of expected that. I didn't quite expect it to be as much more packed as it mm-hmm. is, but um, I think it's going to be good. Right. Uh, before we let you go, Auntie told me a funny story. 2003 Motocross the Nations. I was there as a mechanic for Tim Ferry. Finland got third, which I didn't <laughs> even remember with Auntie on the team. And he finished right behind Tim Ferry. And who else? 
Yeah, basically, the, all the heavy hitters were there as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, who else was on the Finnish team? team. Uh, we had uh, Jussi Vehviläinen, who was actually that time uh, Cas Honda was in factory team, yeah. so he was racing for Cas Honda, and, uh, and he was a great rider. He was on the team, and Miska Aaltonen was another oh, one. Aaltonen, you know. yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, and a great rider at that time as well. So. Fir- Finland got third, I didn't even yeah. know I've that. watched Zolder a couple times, but I didn't know that. Because yeah, that's know. where Stefan... And Ricky, Ricky went at it. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky was uh, amazing, yeah. 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 And, and, and Tim Ferry, Tim Ferry was... Wait, no, he wasn't amazing. He tore his thumb like <laughs> But the exactly. track was ridiculous. Like, yeah. ruddy. It was rough, too. It got so yeah. rough. Yeah, I've watched, I've watched that moto with Stefan and Ricky co- a couple times. Yeah, so yeah. Ricky, uh, Ricky was absolutely <laughs> twisting the throttle. Yeah. Who was second? Uh, Belgium. No, no, Belgium, Belgium won, won uh, USA, USA. USA. Oh, yeah. USA yeah. second. Yeah, but no, great no. memories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, thanks for stopping by, both of you guys. Good luck tonight, Zach O. Thank, Thank you for thanks coming so. in. Thanks for helping out, guys. Appreciate it. Geneva Supercross, uh, Pulp Mech Show, night two. Send in the uh, the guys behind you there, if you can, please, Zach O. Uh, interesting practice sessions. Barsha tops the second group. Uh, Seeley tops the first group. Uh, actually, uh, Christ- Barsha, Christian Craig, Tixier and Freeze, one, two, three, four in group two. Uh, in the other group, it was um, Seeley, Osborne, uh, Mookie, and then Justin Brayton, last night's winner. Uh, that was group the other group, so that was interesting to see to, uh, at those guys. And uh, grab a seat, you guys. Got two headsets here. Um, it's uh, lots of plenty to talk about when it comes to uh, night two. Different little track. We saw, like I said, with, like we were talking about with Osborne, the rhythm's going to be a little bit different also. So uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting to, uh, to talk to those guys and uh, find out a little bit more about the track and see if uh, both Cameron McAdoo and Brayton uh, can echo what, uh, what Zach Osborne said. Let's welcome to the show a couple of guys, uh, a couple more guys. First up, last night, uh, SX2. We had him after the race. Uh, Cameron McAdoo, what's up, man? How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. And also, too, here, uh, ex-mechanic for Justin Brayton, practice bike mechanic, mechanic for Club MX, man friend extraordinaire, Duff, Brett Duff. What's up, man? How are you? Yeah, we're doing good. It's hard to give me a title this weekend. I know, really, right? Yeah. Well, you just said before lunch that you worked on almost everybody's bike. I'm yeah. over in the Honda pits. Yeah, I am the spare American mechanic this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and with Mookie's suspension getting here late and having a bike issue and everything else, you've been busy. Yeah, but just helping out where I can. <laughs> right, right. So McAdoo, Osborne was just in here. Uh, obviously, you're right, a 250 class. You were out in the beginning. He said tracks much harder than it was uh, yesterday. Uh, not harder, uh, harder dirt. It dried up overnight. And uh, do, you, do you agree? Yeah, it's uh, it's honestly a lot more similar to Paris almost. Um, last night it was just super spongy, tacky, like yeah. perfect traction, but really rutted everywhere. But um, it even seemed like by the end of all the 450 practices, it really hadn't changed a whole lot. So I yeah. think that it's going to be pretty hard for the main event as well. Whoops are harder too now. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whoops thing getting near is cupped out. So. Uh, how was practice for you? Uh, it was it was good. I there was a, it was like a 15 minute practice and first five minutes weren't timed and I didn't realize that and that was that was where my fast laps unfortunately came out of, but that was my fault. So um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Made a couple of changes to the bike that I think we'll go back on. But yeah, go, was, go back to your other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't. It wasn't the right direction. Right. But yeah, it should be good for um, tonight. You're with the Yamaha guys this weekend, uh, and Justin Barsha's next to you. Have you talked to him much? Do you know him at all? Did you? Uh, yeah, like we've chatted here and there. He's okay. when he rode for JGR, he would come down to a club and, okay. and ride with us and stuff. So yep. I just, I mean, we don't talk a whole lot, yeah. but just you know, small talk yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Duff uh, Brayton was in here yesterday, and we were going over his schedule for a story we're gonna do on Racer X, and 
you've been along the whole time. And, and he brought that up and he talked about you and the help that you've given him. But what a busy off season. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of traveling. Uh, I know it's tough on him. I've had a lot of late nights as well. Yeah. Uh, the racing gets done and we have to stay behind and tear bikes apart and yeah. turn back to stock. And uh, He says he's got three bikes all over the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, but for you, that's a lot of coordination, right, with the different teams? And, and, yeah, and, and it's sure. actually – so his new mechanic is uh, MCR Aaron Rosick. It's it's nice having him at these races because it's an extra guy to help. Yeah. And uh, I don't have to worry now about building the American race bike. I just kind of take care of the, all the overseas and practice stuff. Yeah. Right, now, are you going to be doing the club stuff too or no? You're, yeah, it's okay. looking like I'll be Cameron's mechanic at <laughs> oh, Club Okay, X. all right. So you're going to be Cameron's mechanic. On the other side, you're going to be working on practice bikes and everything else. Yeah, it, it works Dude. out pretty well. Cameron and I live together, okay. and our shops are next door to each other. So I'll work on Justin's stuff and then open up this door to his shop and work on his. Jesus, you're going to be one busy guy. Yeah. Uh, what's been the coolest coolest part of these trips? So we got, we got Australia, we got New Zealand, we got Paris, we got Geneva, Italy in two weeks. What's been the coolest race, do you think, for you just to watch JB and everything? The coolest race? Uh, I really like the Ozax Open. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one's really fun to watch. Uh, opening ceremonies here are really cool to watch. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Ozax, I always say that's my favorite one to go to, but even though we haven't won it yet, I still I still really like that event. Yeah. Um, it seems like the fans are into it. Like, it's a packed stadium. Like Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it's not the biggest stadium, but they right. fill it. They fill it, and the Aussie fans, I, I know, I got a soft spot for the Aussies. I'm uh, surprised they even noticed that Chad took the Joker lane twice. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they didn't just let it go, like, ah, oh, yeah, Chad wins. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah, great job. Because uh, that was certainly bizarre. Um, so, for you, what's the hardest part of your deal now, Duff, like, for you? Uh... You know, the bike works side of it isn't really hard, but, you know, coordinating, getting stuff around the world and mm-hmm. making sure our parts show up when we are getting somewhere. Yeah. But it's really... Are uh, the Showa guys gnarly with their suspension as far as where it's going and where it's getting shipped and who's who's handling it? Yeah, we got a few sets, so now we're keeping a set in Europe. Yeah. And but, I mean, are the Showa guys themselves, like, stressed about this deal or no? Are they, yeah, are they all right? Yeah, they okay, seem all right. really relaxed about it. Yeah, because a lot of times the suspension guys can get weird. Like, hey, who's looking at it? You know, who's cracking our stuff open? Like yeah, that, that no, type of stuff. No, they're, pretty, they're yeah. pretty nice about it. They're pretty good. And so the Club MX team uh, merging with traders this year. Uh, Skip Norfolk's going to be coming into my studio in Vegas in a couple weeks. Um, that's a new deal, I guess, to be Skip will be involved. The club guys will be involved, and yeah, and the traders guys, and traders, and we're going to um, uh, Yamaha's. Yeah, it's, so. it's actually I'm pretty excited for it because before I got with Justin at the end of 2015, I was at Traders working for Tony Archer, and now he's a mechanic on Traders, <laughs> and I'm okay. Let I'm me a, try to keep this all straight. Yeah, right, it's, right. it's crazy how it all ties in. So right. now I'm still with Justin and I'm going back to Traders and Club MX with and Archer's a mechanic McAdoo. still or, yeah. Okay, and, uh, yeah I'm going to need a pie chart to yeah. or, or yeah, I'm going to have something. to draw this right, out right. Uh, the, one of the things we've heard is Canadian Nationals could be in the future uh, I don't know if you guys are 100% committed to that do you know anything can you give up, talk more about that or no I don't really know the full details okay. of that I kind of commit to the Supercross program and yeah. uh, when he takes the summers off I, I think I'm going to do the same <laughs> not a bad deal yeah <laughs> it's not bad because trust me, uh, uh, 100 degrees in Southwick uh, in July is, yeah. is not much fun. Yeah, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, you, if they end up going to Canada or not. I know me being Canadian and knowing those guys, like they're excited that there's a potential that the whole club team could go up and do their series, you know. But then also, I 
think I don't know if McAdoo can do the 250s in Canada because he finished top 20 in in America. Like there's some they got weird rules too. So I don't know if it's all been worked out. Like I got yeah, I don't think anything. <laughs> I don't think that that's been addressed yet. Yeah, I I truly don't have plans to go to Canada. Okay, um, I so you just to told the guys the I'm, I'm doing Supercross. And, yeah, that, as of right now, that's okay. we're right. Supercross and, and um, Osby on the team again. Yep, Josh Josh will be on the team. Yep, and uh, who else? Pennington. Uh, Pen- It'll be Cameron, Josh Osby, Jace Pennington, and Tanner Stack. Tanner. Stack. Do I know that? Who's Tanner Stack? Uh, he's Amateur. Tur- yeah, oh, okay. he's turning pro. Then I'm out. Then I've never heard of him. Yeah, uh, he's, he's good. Okay. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He'd be good. Uh, for you, McAdoo, we touched a little bit on this last night, but the switch to Yamaha, motor's pretty good, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for as in stock form, yeah, yeah it's pretty impressive. Um, it's been a while since I've rode a, like actual stock bike, you know? Yeah. And, I mean... Last weekend I raced, you know, Paris, and but yeah, I mean, I I'm really mostly impressed with just kind of all around the bike. It it feels bigger and it feels like it fits me better. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's true. It is a bigger bike, isn't it? Like a, a wider, yeah. taller, a little bit. Than, yeah, than Honda? I I just always felt like I was super tall or big or mm-hmm. like almost lanky on my yeah. Hondas, and like I felt felt like I kind of like I don't know really, but yeah, I, I just feel yeah. like way more you know like with one almost on the bike already and i've only got a few days on it like i, I think that by the time we right. get some suspension testing in the next few weeks and and get some time on the bikes and yep. and then get the motors up to up to race speed it's going to be good uh duff for you working with cameron somebody that you've known for a while he's an iowa guy like brighton um we saw him hit the scene with moto concepts put in some great rides get picked up by Geico. And it seemed like for McAdoo, it was injury after injury after injury. Some bike problems also in there mixed in. What's his potential? I don't think we know it yet. I don't think we know what McAdoo can do yet. Uh, I think he can uh, He can get on the box for sure. Yeah. It'll be a good year. It's uh, You hit it right. The injuries have kind of set him back over the years. I don't We've know seen if, flashes. Yeah, I don't know if like, he raced a healthy Supercross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, honestly, the only time I f- was truly healthy in Supercross was coming into uh, Texas last year. Uh-huh. Yeah, your first Dallas, lap was healthy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I broke my hand on the first lap. So, right. But I, I was feeling so good coming into the season and I had such a good off season, And then yeah. just like that, it was kind of over. Yeah, it's a, and it's been a series of stops and starts kind of since then, huh? Yeah, exactly. And that's um, like this outdoor season was the first time I've ever raced three pro races in a row or more than three pro really? races in a row yeah <laughs> i mean before that it was yeah, literally yeah. three right. and then i get hurt so right. that was like i mean i raced the last i missed the first three and then i raced the rest of them after that mm-hmm. so it was like good just to string together races and get that right. like four weekends five weekends in a row feeling and then yeah. you know just and granted like my you know my results weren't where i expected them or wanted them to be but at the same time like i went out there and did all the motos and and I had times where, you know, I felt like I was, like, able to, you yeah. know, run up front, and yeah. I did, so. Well, you got to unlock all of this stuff. What's that? You've got to unlock all of this. Yeah. This is, this is your job this year yeah. on the Club of Mexico Yamaha. I, I think it'll be, it'll be good working with him. I've done his practice bike stuff for the last few years. Yeah. So it'll be nice to show up at the races and set the whole shot button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been, uh, we've worked together a lot. Even yeah. Even before he didn't work on my stuff, it was, like, we live together, so yeah. he knows what I do every day, all day, and right. vice versa. Like, 
So I just I love we how, have a lot of trust in each other. I love other. how Duff literally has 18 jobs. <laughs> yeah. it's just he's got 18 jobs. It's good. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's it's certainly a nice way to make a living though. Like when you look at, um, I think it is anyways. The fact that you get to travel, the fact that you get to do some stuff with a young guy like McAdoo, you get to work with a veteran like JB summers off the last few years like it's not a bad program Doug. yeah i kind of feel bad talking about this like in front of so many people because i'm giving away my secrets right. to my job you're like hey mechanics yeah. that are like going to the shop every day and grinding it out yeah. for 29 races you guys are idiots yeah i've got this dialed right now and now i'm telling everyone else about it <laughs> but yeah. but don't let the fool you like i kept him busy this summer whether it was breaking something yeah, yeah. i mean he's he he works hard and he yeah. has a lot of work and but right. uh, he gets his work done and he has fun the too. The one so thing with you cool. though that we gotta touch about is okay, so you worked for JB at Moto Concepts the first year. Yep. It didn't work out. You didn't like them. They didn't like you. You guys parted. But you. But I think it's a testament to you and the team, Tony and Mike Genova and you. You've been working with JB practice stuff. Uh, you know the great Tony Belluti took over. Um, and you're around the team. I saw you in Paris. Genova's there. Tony's there. You're working with them. You're talking to them. I imagine during the week when it comes to his practice stuff, there's a lot of questions and yeah, things. I, like, I don't know. Like, I've been let go from teams. I've been fired from some teams. I ain't working with them afterwards. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like I'm not. And I, I, I'm just being honest because I've been in, your, in that spot. I think it's cool and neat that you can still. I want to help Justin out. Let's be professional about this. There's been opportunities to leave and go elsewhere. Yeah. And they've been good opportunities. And I've, I've turned every one of them down. It's, I still communicate with Tony during the week. I, yeah. don't, I don't have any contact with Genova, but I saw him at yeah. Paris, and yeah. we got along real well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's just that, does, that doesn't always happen in our little paddock world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's too small of an industry to hold grudges. You're always going to be back. You know, working with yeah. someone in some form, somehow. Right. So, so you're sitting at home, or were you at Daytona? Yeah, I was at Daytona. Yeah, <sighs> for the win. That could have been you, bro. Ah, it's all good. I could have. It was. In a, hey, in a way, it was you. You do all the work behind the scenes. Yeah, I was know. still standing right there when he came off the track. Right, right. Hands in the air. I just had a Club MX shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, listen, it's one of those things we've all, I've been there as a mechanic too, and that, you know, you're just like, mm, all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, man. Yeah, you're like, oh, that God, probably could have been me. Yeah. But I, no, I think it's, it's an interesting, it's a real interesting deal that you have going on. So, yeah. uh, uh, hey, well, thanks for coming in. Let's, uh, let's talk to Brayton real quick and uh, get his touch on, on practice today. Uh, Brett Duffy? Duffy? Duff? Duffy. Duffy. Okay, Brett Duffy. Uh, practice bike mechanic extraordinaire jb what's up uh not much just listening here to team iowa yeah really right um That's right. <laughs> but it is a weird deal that duffy's got duff's got with with motor concepts like i think it's cool but yeah I no i think I, it's cool and, and i put myself in those shoes i don't know if i would have still done that yeah and, and honestly duff and i've had talks about it like because he was bummed when he got let go and it was super last minute and i understood both sides so i've kind of been I don't want to say the peacemaker from both sides but like <laughs> yeah. duff's right the industry is super small yeah and i wanted him to be my guy of some sort and practice bike and and he loves to travel so there's so many different opportunities i'm with moto concepts from you know pretty much 12 months out of the year but yeah. i'm with another team in australia as well and they kind of work together and um so my deal is is a little bit unique along yeah. with his so and he's right he had opportunities to go to factory teams and i'll never forget the day sitting in my house um, I just was basically like, dude, I can pay you this amount of months. I can guarantee you this. Yeah. But from then on, 
I don't really know. I don't have a ride in Supercross. <laughs> this is like 2016, but yeah. I didn't have a ride with, with Moto Concepts yet. So, And it's worked out like a dream with, right. with Australia and with Europe and meeting so many cool people and uh, being able to work with McAdoo. Um, you know, like Cameron mm-hmm. said, they live together. And, and we all work so close together and we're all friends. But um, when it yeah. comes to bike work and stuff, man, I trust Duff so much. And that's hard to come by. Like a guy yeah. that you're going to be traveling with, and a guy that is he, unique he, enough well, to even be able to do that well, schedule. Not, he's, he's like he can be a great mechanic, but be a be a jerk off, off of the. Yeah, exactly. And, and you then don't you're get like, along. You're like, I hate this guy. Yeah, we gotta travel. We gotta right. fly on, on airplanes together. We gotta sometimes yeah. stay in the same hotel room together. Right, right. We gotta be on the road. Like it's twenty four seven. So yeah. you gotta be able to get along with them. Yeah. And I would have if, if I had to do that with Nick Way back in the day. I would have strangled him. <laughs> like, I, I was, I could not be twenty four seven with Nick Way like you yeah. guys were. <laughs> yeah, I think he just knows me so well. What I like and dislike about the motorcycle, right? And that's kind of number one is like if I show up and my motorcycle's hack and he's done you know a bad job. Yeah. That's why I want to pay out of my own pocket. Like to yeah. have him here is completely out of my own pocket. Yeah. To have him as an extra guy for helping out everybody. Yeah. I maybe, just know hey, how maybe difficult. Maybe after this weekend, Mookie's guy should chip in a little bit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I just know how important it is and how important it is for Duff to be involved, to be here, to be with everybody. Um, and, yeah, and I think it shows in my results all around the world that I trust the people that I have around, and that's really, really hard to come by in any form mm-hmm. of work. Yeah. So if you get good guys, you got to hang on to them. Well, and I- and I've talked to people who have been around you and worked with you. You're not an easy guy always to work for. Like you're, you like to try things. You like to test things. Um, and I'm not saying that in a bad way at all. Mm-hmm. That you're just one of the elite riders. That you're not an easy guy to work for um, as far as that goes. You, you're, yeah, I you're, think I definitely like certain things a certain yep, way. Yep. And there's been teams I've been on where I haven't gelled with the bike. So then I'm, of course, I'm trying things yep. and I'm frustrated. But then, like now, I think Duff can attest to this. I literally haven't changed my suspension in two and a half years. <laughs> I, I seriously, I haven't yeah. hardly changed yeah. anything. So I'm picky about a few things, yeah. and if that's right, I don't touch anything. Yeah. I could yeah, leave it just... for two years, <laughs> right, and right. I'm totally fine. Yeah. But I definitely demand excellence. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah, like if I mean, Duff's out yeah. partying and my bike's not done and I can't do my job, right. of course I'm gonna be upset. He's just crushing tinder. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, here? exactly. Yeah, right. And honestly, if he does that, that's fine. But as long as the work's done. Yeah. That's all I care about yeah. is if the work is done, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, I'm totally fine with it. But if you're doing that and the work's not done, yeah. I do have an issue with that because I take it serious. It's a, well, it's a serious it's your, job. I mean, it's my let's, living. It's, let's not get, yeah. like, uh, uh, grandiose here, but it's literally your life. It is, yeah. I mean, and, it, you know. Yeah, and if something's wrong with the bike and, you know, yeah. things can happen so quick. And it goes back to trusting him. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing. But, yeah, yeah I, I think probably certain people in my career could say, oh, I'm, I'm picky or whatever. But No, I don't um, mean that in a – I'm not saying that, like, oh, he's the worst guy to work for. It. Just you were, you're one of the elite guys that wants, you know, things – Yeah, I think it way, just – And think honestly, I would rather have that. If I'm a mechanic, I would rather have a guy that knows what he wants rather yeah. than a guy that you just throw his bike together and he's like, oh, yeah, it's good, but well, I just got 18th tonight. The two extremes are Kevin Windham, like – Never really knew what was going on with the bike. Never, Ali used to set the bars and levers for him. <laughs> and he would just show up and ride. Clutches would last for weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Seat covers would last for weeks. And then, you know, there's a guy like Chad Reed that I've yeah. been with, uh, hands-on with, and he's probably more in your situation where it's like, mm-hmm. I want this, I want this, I want that. And, yeah. And, 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 you know. That's yeah, and once you can get me in my circle, like yeah. that circle of comfort, right. I'm good. Like I said, I'm good P, for years. The BTO, KTM, not your circle of comfort. No, I struggled really, <laughs> right. really bad yeah. with that bike the whole first year. And there's stuff behind the scenes that that I just 
I struggled with, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I really struggled. And, and it was a time when I was having my first child, and I was moving from North Carolina to California, and it, there, there were so many things going on. I mean, we could do a, a, a day, a full right. day show on, yeah. on that, but, no, um, but it was a learning experience, and, and um, yeah, and, and it was cool being teammates with Shorty. That's the one, you know, huge positive I took from, from being around him so much that those couple of years and, and um, but yeah I struggled yeah. with the bike the first year and the second year I got a lot better I was I think seventh overall in supercross whatever mm -hmm. some top fives and heat race wins and stuff but the first year I, I, I really really struggled how much different is this Honda from the one you rode when you rode factory I mean is it it's night and day uh, it's quite a bit yeah, different, quite a bit yeah. different. Yeah. yeah totally different chassis yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, so nothing you can really even Pick on well, from kind of, a Honda's a Honda though. If you sit on well, any stock Honda, meant, right? it's comfortable. Yeah. Like yeah. when I sit on one, the bars to foot peg, like the triangle seat yeah. bars mm -hmm. and, and foot pegs, is always really comfortable. And going back to the KTM, that's what I wasn't comfortable on. Like the, the bars felt really, really low, and the rear felt super tall. And yeah. anyone who knows me, I like the bars a little bit taller, the rear a little bit lower. Backhand, yeah. Where a Honda, mm -hmm. that's like that's what that bike is it's yep. kind of taller bars and you just you feel like you're sitting kind of in a pocket mm -hmm. and i really really like that so stock form if you were to sit on all the bikes on the showroom floor to me a honda feels feels the best they're, so they're they've always been that way they feel mm -hmm. they do feel good they're skinny but not too skinny yep. you know they're, they're just a really yeah like yeah and i grew up on them so there's always something about right. what you grew up on i, I don't know i'm kind of a little that bit was biased the, that but was the bike you showed up at arena cross with stock springs and everything that's <laughs> it that changed my life that that one day on a stock 2002 cr 250 right, right. it's yeah. a really cool story that yeah. you've told a few times yeah uh, as far as let's go to today geneva supercross mm -hmm. day two uh harder track mcadoo and Osborne both said that, and yep. you agree? Yeah, definitely. We yep. look like we got a little quicker rhythm lane on the inside. Yep. Do we? Do we yeah, think I'm not quicker? a big fan of that because it's like a, a more basic rhythm. Yeah. Where I, I like the quad onto the table three, outside three four, three, three, four. Yeah. 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 And I, and I honestly didn't pick up on that. I saw Seeley do it. Or actually, Duff was waving me down in the mechanics area, like, nice "Hey, work, you got to go inside." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then I saw Seeley do it, and I'm like, "Dang!" And it was like two laps to go. So I got it down, but I never got a lap with it. And right. I don't know, it's probably a couple tenths better, but it may switch if, if the inside rut gets really bad, maybe switch to the outside. So, right. um, yeah, it'll be interesting, but the whoops are a lot easier. Uh, everything's just a, a touch easier, mm -hmm. just mainly because of the rut. It's so, rolled, probably it be a closer. Out. It's yeah. just all of that, right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I was trying to time it as I was telling Osborne a tenth or two tenths with my fingers I, that's yeah I, it looks quicker it it, like it's it definitely quick yeah time. and it feels quick when you go that far inside and you you double right out of a corner you just yep. seems like you're two bike lengths ahead of the guy who went outside already just yep. bang yeah but then quadding onto the table i think you might gain a little bit of time back so it's probably a bike length or so yeah, yeah. i was talking to malcolm about it and he said that he felt like doing it both ways he did feel like the inside was quick but then he said on the outside by the end he said he was almost running into guys who was doing it on the inside so yeah I, I don't know it's hard to say i think the main event will decide on what you end up kind of doing uh, just by the ruts how deep well, they get i missed most of your practice what were you guys doing in that race? uh we all did the outside okay, um three, china three, three. Yeah. yeah exactly i don't like, think a 250 could make the two three, three. from the inside okay. yeah yeah did, but did you ever tough. do the four on on the 250 i did i did it uh yesterday in practice second practice i did it probably I don't know, five or okay. five or eight. But you times. never did in the main, did you? No, uh -uh. Okay. and it, honestly, it was because like I was in traffic the yeah. entire time. Like I haven't not been in traffic on the tracks since practice. Yeah. 
and I'm not jumping onto the back of someone's bike. <laughs> like, I'm just not. Right, right. That's big on a 250, by the way. Yeah. Like, I, I, he told me he did it, and I was like, wait, what? Hold on. Like, that, that one right there, you, the, the you did the four? Yeah. <laughs> There's only, like, three or four guys on 450s doing yeah. it, and he's doing it on a 250, on a stock 250. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. So you took the win last night, as we, like we talked about. Uh, Osborne had that little mistake. You took the win. You got to feel pretty good. Uh, you're going for your fifth. Fifth, yeah. Out. Hopefully, well, I'm tied with Marv right now. For most all time, we both have four, yeah. so it'd be awesome to be standalone with five. And and uh, I've looked at the list of Geneva winners; it's it's, it's a heavy list. It's stacked. It's stacked. No, yeah, Do- Dogger got it. Yeah, back RJ in the day. back in the day. Yeah. Wardy, I think, has a couple. So, <laughs> right. um, pretty cool to even be on the list once, let well, alone maybe possibly five times. You're a guy that could appreciate that, like from totally, yeah, like the old guys. You know, yeah, like you're yeah. like you're the guy that's like. Wow, look at my name. It's right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so ho- hopefully we can get it done tonight. i got to get a better start. I need to start up there. And um, I feel like if I get some clear track, I'll be, I'll be all good. It's a little – I feel like Mookie's obviously more comfortable. and mm-hmm. So he was better today than, than yep. we saw yesterday. I thought Christian rode pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he was off all day until the main, and then he got the start. And yep. typical Christian Craig, he figured it out, you know. Mm-hmm. I think tonight might be an even better race as far as that goes. And we saw Barsha and Seeley who got – shitty starts and it was over for yeah them, it's just hard to come through so you've yep. got to start up front with how tight the track is um but now with two lanes or two options in the rhythm lane i think helps because last night there was only that one mm-hmm. option so yeah we'll see but definitely the start's important i mean if, if if one of us probably four or five guys gets a whole shot and there's a couple of guys in between mm-hmm. it's like the guy in the lead's gone right now, the gate position, I was looking at that yesterday. Osborne had the number one gate pick going into the, the night show. And I was looking, and I thought he was further outside than I would have gone, or no? Is that? No, because he that, was. Are you, had, are you lined up straight at the table top? Well, like turn? the three inside gates are pretty, like you're closed off. But wasn't he even further than that? Yeah, I think he was four or five. I, w- I was even further to the right. Like, yep. I just feel like that's the, that's the money spot, like, from the inside, four, five, six, seven. Yep. That's all kind of okay. pretty good gates. And then if you start even, like Christian started even further outside, I think he whole shotted, just because you can open up the turn or you can you can drive it in a little bit Keep deeper. Going, yeah. So, yeah, there's probably six or seven gates that you could get it done from. Even far outside, like I looked at, uh, I was for opening ceremonies, I was standing on the very last outside gate, and I was like, like outside of the gate was perfect because no one had really <laughs> yeah, gone right, there. Right. And um, I was thinking, man, I could you could probably get it done from yeah. out here, but. Yeah, the, it's, the start's pretty fair. The section after the rhythm, uh, the, the right-hander, mm-hmm. and that so the back section, let's go the back wall section. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought, I mean, I wasn't particularly watching you two guys too closely, but I thought Osborne carried his speed, would all, go all the way over the thing, and then go to the inside and make one big arc. Mm-hmm. And he went around Christian that way last night in the main event. I thought it was quick. I don't know, yeah. what, I don't know what you guys are doing there, what you think is the best. Yeah, that was probably, to me, the trickiest part of the track in the mm-hmm. main event because we're all going inside, and... And when you roll, it's like a G out to go onto the table, and there mm-hmm. were some ruts, and then you'd, you'd slide out. Like in the, in the heat race, Christian slid out and yep. like landed on the tabletop sideways. Um, but I saw a video of Zach wheel tapping onto the table from the outside. I is he doing that today as well? I didn't notice today, but yeah. it was quick last night. It, it was, yeah. And, but inside, you just cut off so much track. If you hit the inside really good, mm-hmm. I feel like it's about even, maybe even a, a touch better. Like Sealy's really good at that. Like he's a BMX kind of soak up the inside yeah, and gets yeah. onto the tabletop quicks, but um, when it comes to something like that or the, the inside rhythm lane, 
you have to almost tell yourself slow down to go fast. Yeah, right? totally. Like you could you could blow it by. Yeah, if you rush into it too fast. If you, if you too rush fast, into it yeah. all aggressive, elbows up, you dive into it, your suspension compresses, and mm-hmm. you like right? Is it a little yeah. bit of an art form? You got the old RJ when he used to work me. He used to break down the corners. It was A, B, and C. A was inner. B was your apex, and C was exit. So you got to give up a little bit of your A to gain B and then really oh, gain on the C. RJ. RJ. Whatever That's RJ it. says, That's doing, right. all that matters. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He's the king. Uh, well, hey, guys, thanks for coming by. I appreciate it. Cool. Um, thanks for having us. Uh, it should be an exciting race tonight. Uh, let's finish this thing off, Nakadu. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think I kind of have some unfinished business uh, <laughs> all the way going back to Paris. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> yeah, like that was kind of the uh, basically. Last night was a little bit different, but yeah. a, a lot of coming through and like, oh, you're the fastest guy. Yeah, that's that's great being the fastest yeah. guy, but when you don't win, you I don't win. I thought in uh, Paris, like, passing points, he earned them. He was going <laughs> oh, forwards, yeah. backwards, yeah. forwards again. <laughs> like, it was, it was McAdoo was lots of, yeah. there was lots of action wherever he was racing. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought you're, like I said to you last night, you're closing laps. To, he had four and a half, five seconds on you. You know, yeah. and you were just, you ate him up. So that was pretty impressive. Yeah, when when I passed in a second, I, I looked up to obviously yeah. check him, and, and for probably three laps, it was like, I was gaining a little bit, but it, you know, on a really tight track, like, not much, and I was like, all right, well, that's that's not going to do the job, and yeah. this is, you know, the speed that I've got right now, and then all of a sudden, I looked up, you know, a couple laps later, I'm like, all right, we might be able to do it now, like, he's, you know, I'm yeah. coming quick now, yeah. and started getting into lappers and I was I was I felt like I was able to kind of utilize that a little bit better than mm-hmm. he was maybe and, yeah. and then um yeah once I passed him with like two and a half to go I kind of charged for that next lap and I didn't I really didn't even realize that I pulled away or anything and they were asking me last night actually in the press conference they're like oh did you did you just thought you had it in the bag and and you messed up i'm like no nah, like, no like, i race to the checkers like, no matter the what i actually forgot yeah the I, I literally yeah like that's if i start thinking like oh i got this like I, i'm yeah. just gonna roll around like i'll probably drop a front wheel in the whoops yeah. and crash or something yeah. dumb so well, let's i get race it, let's all get the way it done tonight and yeah and justin let's try to get the fifth king of geneva let's do it uh thanks for coming by brett duffy justin brayton Cameron McAdoo here at the Pulpomex Show, uh, Geneva Night 2 pre-race show. We got uh, one night uh, one night left here in Geneva, and we, we're going to have a dual race set up as well. They're going to take the top two from the two heat races, uh, and they're going to put them in a dual race, best out of three in those. And then we're going to have, uh, of course, we've got the two heat races to line up for the uh, main event. And then we also have the uh, the main event coming up as well in SX2 and SX1 here on the, uh, on the show. It should be an interesting night. Fastest qualifier tonight? Today, Cole Seeley uh, absolutely uh, shredded the first uh, tr- the first session, and uh, like we said, that rhythm section was kind of funny because he came in from from practice, and we were talking about that rhythm, and I was uh, telling Brayton and Osborne, I'm like, hey, I think the inside is quicker, and then Seeley was going, no, no, it's not, no, it's not, and uh, I was like, no, I think it is, and I wasn't quite getting what Seeley was doing, and uh, he was going, no, 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 he didn't want those guys to learn about the inside rhythm, and he was smiling when he was saying it, so it wasn't wasn't a big deal, but I was uh, just saying, man, I think that that is, uh, that's, that's a better section, and Seeley was doing it pretty early on, so it allowed him to top that practice session, as, as JB mentioned, he uh, only saw it in the last few laps, thanks to, uh, thanks to Brett Duffy, and then Barsha was doing more outside in the rhythm than inside and looked really good uh, 32.477 to top his practice over Craig I did see Justin go to the inside a couple of times so I'm not sure which, sesh, which lane 
he logged his quick time on, but he might have been the quickest guy on the outside. He was absolutely railing the turn. Christian Craig was second, Jordi Tixier third. Vince Freeze was fourth in the second practice session, but Sealy didn't want anybody to know about that inside uh, rhythm lane, I think, and uh, it's, it, these guys will find out pretty quick. As, as I was saying, it's all going to be uh, on video or, or there are people who will watch it. And, uh, yeah, so thanks to, thanks to you people for listening. Appreciate it. Pulp Mech Show, Geneva Supercross Night 2 pre-race show we are going to be doing a post-race show as well uh from the uh, from the venue right here we have a little room uh not far from the pits and uh finally getting the respect we deserve with an interview room on the pulp mx show um on the on the wall of the room here so yeah it's it's nice to see that those guys are helping us out we're just waiting for our next guest we're trying to get the twitch to come in and uh, and cover and uh, talk about what it's like being fmx guy overseas here and doing that uh so yeah we'll uh we'll tell you some more about the uh, practice sessions osborne uh looked absolutely fantastic yesterday as we mentioned and if it wasn't for the lapper that he hit in the last lap of the main event he would have took the win and osborne took the win in the heat race he was the fastest guy in practice and outside of the dual race that he lost to justin barsha barsha beat him 2-0 they had three best out of three final races and uh, barsha beat him 2-0 just basically by getting the start if it was outside of that dual uh, Osborne had pretty much a perfect night going until three corners to go in the main event when he went down with the lapper. So he'll be looking for revenge tonight. He got third in uh, in the in the main event, which actually did did a pretty good job by getting third. And also to uh, Justin Brayton took the win. So Brayton Brayton goes one. Well, Christian Craig got second. Uh, if Craig obviously wins tonight, then he will be the king of Geneva. If Barsha gets uh, second and and Craig's not in front of him, then Brayton will take it home for the fifth time. And Osborne, as he was saying when he was sitting right here, he can win. He needs to win tonight, and he's got to get one more guy in the spot uh, between him and Brayton to uh, to break the uh, overall. And honestly, I think I think this is what it's going to go. The way Osborne looks today, even today, even though he wasn't quicker, Osborne can easily win this main event. And Malcolm Stewart looks much much better today. Of course, he had no suspension early on yesterday. Then he had an, a, a problem with the bike. Then he had an LCQ he had to go to, and then he had the main event, and he went down with Tixier. Malcolm Stewart looks a lot better today, and I think that Mookie could be one of those wild card guys to get in between if, if Osborne takes off and wins. Malcolm certainly has the speed to get up there and, and do pretty well. And uh, Craig got second, as we saw. So, you know, if Craig goes 2-2, Osborne will get it with a th- with a 3-1, Olympic-style scoring. So, um, yeah, tonight it's anything but settled for tonight for the King of Geneva uh, title. And uh, Freeze is riding good again. And, of course, Seeley was better. Seeley's start and was just absolutely terrible uh, last night. So he had a pretty much a whole uphill battle, the whole rest of the main event, and as did Barsha too. So there's another guy I mentioned. Barsha, Barsha and Osborne, to me, look a tick better than everybody else. So maybe maybe Barsha wins tonight, and Osborne gets second. And, uh, you know, Brayton, if, 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 um, if Osborne goes 3-2, that's five, and Brayton goes 1-3, that's four, Brayton will win the, the fifth King of Geneva. So certainly... The point I'm getting at is between Barsha and Mookie, <clears throat> those are the wild cards tonight going into the main event. So Barsha and Mookie, Mookie, I think, can be into the mix to get in between Osborne and Brayton in some manner, uh, either getting uh, beating them or finishing right behind them or whatever it is. And uh, I think that tonight, night two, Geneva Supercross will be a deeper field of riders capable of doing more. you got to think Barsha is not going to get another terrible start like he did. It was absolutely not very good for him. And um, <clears throat> Vince Freeze, 
has been getting the starts. He doesn't quite have the overall speed. He was a 33-1 to Barsha's 32-4. So that's seven-tenths uh, slower than Barsha Freeze was. So he doesn't quite have the the lap to lap speed that the other guys do. But one thing about Vince that we've known is that Vince can get the start, and he certainly has gotten the start um, uh, almost every single race here. Uh, this weekend and in Paris too a couple weeks ago Vince was absolutely nailing the starts we got uh, a little bit more to wrap up here and then we uh, we're waiting on Twitch but he's freestyle life so it's possible that he doesn't know either A know where this room is B care about doing this show or C even want to care about it because he's he's uh freestyle guy so we're waiting on twitch we'll see if he shows up and uh, if not we'll just uh, we'll call it a wrap pulp mx show geneva night two pre-race show if you listen to last night's pre-race or post-race uh, we had some great guests grab the archive even if you already know what's happening uh you see the archive up on the steve mathis show so plenty of uh of material to listen to it's finally nice to finally have, be able to do a kind of show like this, a, a Pulp MX show, pre-race show, post-race show. We have something coming in for Supercross. I think that will be uh, interesting, and hopefully we can. that's something that we can record and, uh, and put out to the world. We'll see about that. No promises yet. We're still working on some things. But absolutely, we want to do some more live shows coming in the next year. So I believe we have an Anaheim 1 show that is going to be coming up, a live show. So stay tuned for that for the Friday before Anaheim 1. I hopefully I can get the information out next week, and you guys can start buying tickets and show up. Wygant, Kiefer, JT. Those type of guys will all be there, and we'll probably get some special riders as well. And uh, we've got that Supercross show going on. So this is something that I want to expand on Pulp MX Show is uh, I have the ability. Uh, I've done some. I did a live uh, live remote show from BTOsports.com last year. I did one uh, a couple years ago, uh, St. Louis for uh, uh, Brock Lover's charity. We did a live show from the from the Vintage Museum in St. Louis. So it is something that we've got the capability of doing, and we're looking forward to doing more of them as uh, as as the, as the years go on. And we're going to expand that live show category. I think that that might be something to do. Just trying to take the Pulp MX show and what we do and what goes on and try to take it onto the road a little bit. I think that that'll be interesting for everybody to, uh, to see that and have that. And, um, yeah, we'll just, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do. Racing tonight, as far as racing tonight, it's the same schedule as last night. Let me go over it with you guys here. Basically, just waiting for Twitch here. Um, schedule is the same. Uh, so what it, what it ends up being is, oh, bear with me for a second here. Uh, so we've had practice today once one set of practices at eight o'clock racing starts so that is in um four hours from now opening ceremonies 45 minute long opening ceremonies four hours from right now and uh then 845 racing begins two sx2 qualifiers so that's mcadoo and uh, the french regular supercross guys and 250fs there's a 65cc demo and then there's two heat races for the sx1 and uh that's seven minutes plus a lap then there's a long break and an autograph session the riders are actually signing autographs the the sx1 guys are signing some autographs after their heat races can you imagine that in america and then uh we have a couple of lcqs uh, then we have that dual race that uh, it's the top two in each heat go to the duel and then uh, they break it down into a uh, race best out of three and then uh, you'll end up getting that duel that Justin Barsha ended up winning. Uh, so we'll have the duel after the LCQs. And then we got FMX Life after that. Then SX2 Final, which McAdoo had in the bag until uh, it went down with the lapper. And then we have more FMX. Uh, Matt Rabot is here on an Alta, by the way. And at some point in the arena, they shut all the bikes down and all the music and everything else. And it's just Matt Rabot 
making noise uh, coming up the freestyle ramp and doing a backflip on an alta. So it's actually kind of neat to shut everything down and not hear a thing. Uh, so we've got the FMX show after the SX2 final. And then finally, the SX1 final. And uh, it says nine minutes plus a lap. I think it was longer than that last week or last night, I should say. So, And then right after that, maybe 20, 30 minutes after that, we will do a live uh, post-race show wrapping up the two nights of Geneva Supercross. Hopefully, whoever uh, gets the king of Geneva Supercross can come in and uh, join us for the show as well, along with uh, anybody else. Uh, I talked to Barsha, and I said, look, your bad start doesn't mean you don't have to come in and do the show so uh seeing as we didn't get him for this pre-race show i think we will have to get him for this post-race show so justin barsha should join us tonight maybe then we'll finally get twitch and uh, like i said whoever's the king will probably join us they got a press conference as well and uh we'll talk to a few guys about what's going on maybe eric pinar maybe mickey keller again uh la big also will come by i'm trying to get georgia Lindsay in so stay tuned for that trying to get georgia Lindsay to come in and update us on all of her things and what she's been doing and what's been going on with her um, certainly great to see her back at the races for sure. So Geneva Supercross Pulp MX show night two pre-race show. Twitch or no Twitch? No Twitch. I don't think there's any Twitch. Nobody is twitching here uh, waiting for Twitch anymore. So let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Like I said, post-race show coming up here uh, shortly uh, five hours from now. Six hours from now? Let's see. It's 4 o'clock. Uh, probably six and a half hours from now. This thing gets over late, man. Um, certainly super late. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, having you guys back here. Uh, stay tuned to RacerX Twitter, to Pulpamex Twitter, and uh, I'll be putting it out then. All right. That is it from the Pulpamex Show room here in Geneva Supercross. That is the pre-race show. Thank you for listening. Greatly appreciate it. As I said, stick around to the post-race show. We'll have lots of plenty more to talk about, and uh, we'll see you guys then. All right. Thanks for listening.